When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. Download that app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Wednesday to you, Cubs fans. What are we down to? 15 days? 15 days. I believe it's Darwin Barney days. Darwin Barney days. What was your favorite part of Darwin Barney's Cubs tenure? Uh, the gold glove. Yeah, that would have to be it, right? He did win a gold glove. Can't say he didn't win a gold glove. He That's a gold true. glove. Uh, also hello to everybody end. joining in the chat. Make sure you uh, sign up and subscribe to the YouTube page for CHGO Sports so you don't miss any shows or any of our cool videos that we put out throughout the day. Best way to hang out with us is live at one twenty Monday through Thursday uh, on that live show right here on YouTube. If you're a podcast person, make sure you like, subscribe, all those things to Spotify, wherever you might get your podcast, and we appreciate it. I Lots didn't see any today. reviews related to pie. No, not yet. Not, not yet. I'm still waiting. However, Rachel from the UK did uh, tweet at me today and was giving me some slander because of all the things I said about Great Britain. Oh, and their because of the jerseys? Uh, yeah, because She's the mad at it. We're sorry, Rachel. I am. We're sorry. I, in a way, I am sorry, but you have to admit those unis suck. But oh, in the, they're but horrible. But in the, in the chat, though, people were telling us that. They're very underfunded. They're very underfunded. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not blaming the players. Whose fault is that? I'm, I'm blaming whoever runs that shit. I don't know. Like, that's yeah. an embarrassment. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's Cody Del Mendo for those of you on the podcast. Uh, Corey Friedman is here. Ryan Herrera. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. We've got a lot to talk about. He's now officially Cody Del England. Cody Del England. <laughs> that's right. Aaron okay, Rodgers says one. he's going to the Jets. <laughs> Good riddance. That's all we're going to talk football on that. Yeah. Because we talk Cubs baseball here and occasionally a few other things like pie. But there was a <laughs> connection there because of Felix PA. So we had a yeah. reason to do it. Today, we also have a reason to go a little off the rails, go sideways later in the podcast. We'll get there. But first, I do want to mention who saw Nico Horner yeah. in his first home run of the spring? I yeah. did. Uh-huh. It was, uh, I watched that video. Yeah. It was kind of a one that off the bat you're like that's gone. Like, yeah, <laughs> that kind of power. Um, I, I do remember going back to opening day last year. He was the first major league first player in a home run, and not that it was like a sign of like oh this guy's gonna have some serious pop, but like it turned into like oh he has ten to fifteen home run power, and he hit ten last year. Um, That's so my question. Where are you going? Where's yeah, he going this year? If it was ten it was, last year, as far as yesterday, it was nice to see him hit one and hit it. It wasn't just. It wasn't like a one that barely got out. Like it right. was one that, off the bat, you know, nice shot over the over the wall. Um, as What's far unrealistic? As unrealistic? You said ten to fifteen. That think, seems totally realistic. I think fifteen is realistic. Twenty maybe unrealistic. Twenty is too far. Yeah, I think so. I don't know that he'll ever reach that type of power. I know he like he has. Done the you know worked on his body as well as his you know. Brendan says seventy. I know Brendan would say yeah. He said that in he said that on Twitter. Oh okay, seventy okay. Go back to work. (laughs) We tweeted I tweeted the video from CSGO Cubs last night and asked people what how many 
uh, that 70. Horner would hit, and Brennan replied with 70. So, See, that's why I had to slug Horner homers on, on part of the podcasting because mm. there, there are people out there like our Brendan uh, who are unrealistic. They're just unrealistic about the whole thing. He's, he's a good. He's, he's a very good player. Corner Homer. I'm Brendan. Yes, yeah. that's right. I'm yeah. hoping he's. It was actually him that flew over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping he's one of the best second baseman in baseball this year, and I think he should be. But can I say he's going to hit 25 home runs? No. Now you would be a homer. I I think like 15 as a ceiling would be amazing. Um, you know, looking at like I'm looking at like some of those expected numbers now, mm-hmm. and like 10 was about right, like what he deserved. In terms of like you know barrels and ballpark changes and things like that, um, it it obviously if he can get five to ten more, he just becomes an explosively valuable player, right? With right. his defense, his mm-hmm. base running, his ability to hit for average, you know, gap to gap kind of power. We've seen him. Uh, I think he had a triple in one of these games. You see the speed, right? Like when mm-hmm. he hits one the opposite way to the uh, right center alley. Uh, if he can add a little bit more, he's just an insanely valuable player. He doesn't need it to be a valuable player, mm-hmm. but that would be how he goes to a, a completely other level. Also want to say, appreciate the love in the chat from yeah. Dustin. We also love I love it when you're in the live chat, Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to uh, Dustin. He's he's a, he's a loyal. He listens. Yeah, he listens one, every yeah. day. Every day. day. I think he's, he's day one. Uh, Dustin, no offense, but you're no hashtag Mike Dubs because I have to do that. That's <laughs> uh, one more in the list of 50 40, straight shows. Where 45 I, more days to go. Yeah, 45 more days to go where I, I mentioned remember. Mike yeah. Dubs on um, every show. Uh, looking at the comments to the tweet that I was talking about, it's uh, <laughs> classic Twitter. Um, you know, obviously Brendan with 70. Yeah. And then you then you see a mix of like, you know, 10 to, 10 to 20. Some people who aren't nearly as high. Some guy named Ty Cruz says six. <laughs> um but I think anywhere between 10 to 20 is fair. Um, I would say if he hits less than 10 this year, if his totals, then something's gone wrong health-wise. Knock on wood. You don't want to wish that on anybody. I'm just saying yeah. if he doesn't hit 10 home runs, I would say that seems unrealistic considering you've seen... We saw him hit 10. <laughs> you've se- we've seen him hit 10 and you expect him to get better. You expect him to be stronger. Yeah, I, I think the number would most likely for the next few years, only go up each season. Mm-hmm. So if it goes down, it's usually yeah. health-related. Well, and I also think as much as we want to question the offense and everything, it, the lineup is better than last year, so he's going to have a little bit more protection. It's mm-hmm. not going to – not that he had a, a lot of pressure to perform, I mean, outside of just proving that he deserves to be an everyday player for the Cubs. So I guess there was some pressure into being able to play a full Major League season. Uh, but, you know – He's going to probably be at the top of the lineup somewhere, mm-hmm. and Dansby Swanson's probably going to be behind him. And I feel like that's that's a lot better protection than what he's had in the past. So uh not saying that's going to result in more homers, but I, I do feel like the the offensive production overall could be, be could be better than last year. Yeah. So Something that – I mean, it's just a random thought that popped in my head, and I, I don't even know how real it is. But because he's going to be the leadoff hitter, and you mentioned just like him having a, a lower than expected home run total or something. If he is the leadoff hitter, and we've talked about how he hasn't walked enough, right? Like as far as leadoff hitters, like his on base percentage is fine for what it is, but to be a lead, like you want to have a really good on base percentage guy mm-hmm. leading off. If he were to like change his approach to try to you know focus like, focus like just trying to get on base through walks more because which of the leadoff spot because the leadoff spot I was spot, thinking the same thing does that affect 
his power number because he's not obviously he's not swinging at everything anymore if he's walking. I'm not saying I want him to do that or he should do that. I'm just like that's just a thought that I had. Like, what if if we talk about him not having a home run total that we expect, but it's because he has been adjusting his own approach mm-hmm. to try to to try and up that on base percentage. Is that a you know is that is that a, is that an offsetting thing that you are okay with? Yeah. Well, first of all, it'd be it'd be human nature for that to happen, right? It, just thinking about I'm leading off. I want to get on base. Mm-hmm choke up a little bit more, whatever you might say. But, like, I could, I could shorten the swing a little bit. Yeah, maybe. So you're asking, would you be okay with seven home runs this year if his walk total went up significantly? Yeah. That, that, his yeah, on-base kind of percentage went up, and his, I would. Yeah. When I think he's just such a, like, he's a very much, like, if you put it at 10, he's a very much, like, plus or minus two or three kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, because he, he hits so many line drives, and a lot of his homers are going to be line drives, especially to that left center basket, like if we're at Wrigley Field. And so I'm not like, oh, if he hits seven as opposed to ten, like I'm not like overly concerned about it. It's probably a few line drives that just didn't just carry all the way or just weren't on the right day, whatever. But I think to the larger point, like I don't expect him to fall into the traps that we've seen some of the other guys the Cubs have tried at the leadoff position where they try to change their approach too much right. and it becomes kind of a detriment to their overall value. I, I do think that he'll try to be more patient, see more pitches, get on base if he can. Uh, but I just, you know, and I think it's why David Ross likes him up there, even if he doesn't have the traditional numbers. I think he, he's just a guy you trust up there, right? To set the pace, see what's going on with the opposing pitcher and, and set the tone. So whatever that looks like, I just expect it to be good. Whether that's more walks, a few more homers, I'm not yeah. sure, but I just expect him to do well in the yeah. role. And it doesn't have to be on or off switch. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have your cake and eat it too. He could increase his home runs, increase his walks, and his on base percentage. It, like, I mean, that's best case scenario. Obviously, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. If he's if he eventually that's what you really just want a seven win player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if he's a leadoff hitter, you, you you want him to be <laughs> able to increase. Yeah. Increase that on base percentage while also increasing his slugging, right? Like that's yeah. that's the ideal leadoff hitter. But you know, that's, if he really becomes a be seven seen. war player, then then you know then, then we Cody really can't right. start questioning is, we, is if he's better than we Tim can Anderson. officially <laughs> say Cody was right. I think. Yeah. At that yes, point. And, and not we that could I also, said it was a fact. I was just saying that he, they were similar players. That's all I was saying. And also, <laughs> if if those numbers, all three of those numbers, go up, the walk rate, the on base percentage, and the home runs. Then, if there's no extension done, yeah. where that was you will going. start yeah. to know that the uh, pay raise will also be going yeah, up. The price that's, will go up. As the a price lot of people have mentioned, that's order. the risk with not getting something done with him. I mean, it's basically what happened with Hap, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've heard some of the reports that what he might be asking for is pretty reasonable, I think. But that's what happened. Where they were probably unsure if they wanted to mm-hmm. extend him after 2021. And then he went and had the best season of his career. And now, yeah. if you do want to keep him, it's a much more expensive decision. Yeah. Which, after 2021, I don't blame them, the Cubs, as much for totally. not getting that extension done because it was two months, right? Two months mm-hmm. of really good production when he's had that in his career. And then, all you know, he's also had lows where he's getting optioned down to AAA after he already made his. Like, you know, I didn't blame them for not getting extension done then because two months earlier, we talked about him potentially getting non tendered. So, um, but yeah, it is a different situation with Nico. I mean, he. Is it though? But he's also only got the the one year of like full health, mm-hmm. high production. Like 
his first 2019 he, he debuted and it was a maybe something that just was an emergency situation he maybe shouldn't have debuted that early you know 2020 was a weird year 2021 injury injury riddled like 2022 is his first real healthy good yeah. season right yeah. so it, it, now that i think about it, it may not be as different because now you know ian i think that the, the only difference is that he's a, he was a year ahead in his as far as arbitration goes so now after that one year yeah now you're stuck with either get the extension done trade him at the trade deadline or let him walk in for agency because it is his last year of arbitration with nico you had the one year, but he's only in his first year of arbitration. So you're not – it's not like you're risking losing him for nothing in the offseason, but you are risking, oh, he put up an even better season than right. he did, the price goes up. That's yeah. the main difference is just the, where they are at. But I also am not – I wouldn't knock the Cubs for not getting the extension done now with Nico if, if because he has more time to get it done, right? Like it's yeah. not an absolute – well, and I mean, he's only, I mean, he's got one season. Obviously, one of them was in 2020 where it was short, but he's got one season of more than 50 games at the yeah. MLB level. Like, that's where I'm, I'm pro extension. I think they should get that done with Nico sooner rather than later. But, you know, like to your point, if there's, let's there's call hesitancy. it trepidation, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I, you know, okay. Like, I, I guess I, I, would, I understand that. To but. push back a little bit on that, I would put 2021 as, like, the only real year where he's had injury problems. Because 2019 came up at the end of the year, so you can't count that. And then 2020, of course, like. Well, I don't, I don't think anyone's sick. saying that. I think well, no, I've, I've heard people talk about how his, his he's, he's, like, injury prone. I, I've heard people talk about that. No, and, like, right. last year he got ran into by an umpire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing. I just, I I'm just, just saying yeah, there's right. been people who have questioned him, being, sure. questioned his ability to stay on the field. And last year we finally got to see right. a full 162 of him staying on the field. And, like, that's a good thing. And that's why, yeah, I mean, extending Nico would be right – now. like, right now would be – as good as any time. I know Hap is kind of like, you know, yeah, probably more of the priority for sure, but uh, there's plenty of reasons to keep to keep. Yeah, there's yeah. risks both ways, too. Yeah. I, I was looking up while you were saying that, too. I was thinking how many games he played. He played 135 games last year. Mm -hmm. So And, again, like Corey said, yeah, getting ran into, into by an umpire, yeah. right. that's not his no, 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 not <laughs> at all. 135 games. Dansby comes in, and in his press conference, Dansby Swanson says, I want to play every game. I played every game last year. I want to play every game, and I've already had the conversation with David Ross. Now, we know that the Cubs want and hope that Nico and Dansby will be, like, right-hand, left-hand. Like, they're the same guy. And they, that it seems like it's going that way. They're the same type of player. They're both respected in the clubhouse. They're both grinders. They both work hard. Um and so I wonder if Nico has had that conversation yet with the Cubs, too, about this is how many games I want to play. I'm guessing he already has. And I'm guessing it's not from the Cubs' side, just like it pro they probably would have to convince Dansby to take a few days off. What number do you think would be good for him to play this year? You know what I'm saying? Like, what how many games would be an appropriate amount of games for Nico Horner? I don't think I want him playing every game. I mean, if but I don't really he, want Dansby <laughs> playing every single game either. If you want to take off 152, if 150, he can, if he can do it and be healthy at 162, let him play. Like that's I think the main thing is let, let the Those guy are the play two guys want, I right? think should be playing. But that's every the risk. Time. Like, are, is the guy going to wear down? Yeah. 
it's it's tricky because if I think this is a postseason team, I don't want those two guys playing 162 games. I do want them to take I, off every once in a while, I mean, a game where they have a night off the next I day. I don't know if I'm advocating anybody playing literally every day. Uh, it's just a grind, right? right? Like take a day off every now but and Dansby again. Wants, but Dansby wants to, and I'm not sure yeah, Nico might he be can, in the same Dansby situation. Dansby can take a, you know— Friday after a Thursday night game off. That's what David Ross is going to tell him right? Like, But I think, to your point about if it's a playoff team, like I think if they're going to be a playoff team, these guys are going to need to play yeah. 150-ish plus games. Like, th- this isn't a group that can afford to be tried. Because that was one of the things we saw, I think, in 2021 in particular. Like, even while that team was still competing for the division Mm -hmm. before the sell-off, before that disastrous series in Milwaukee, we saw them trot out B lineups too much, right? Getaway day lineups. And you knew the feeling was you need to win every day. This is not 2016. You are not run, you are not 17 games up in the division, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was something that was frustrating for me sometimes is that if you're a fringe team, like guys need rest, of course, right? You have to protect them. The best of you know, ability is availability, but at the same time, like you can't be trotting out a a C a B C lineup yeah. as if you are just rolling to wins the rest of the time. I have right? any like, names for you that have BC to win lineups. Games, <laughs> is is my point? I would say that if Swanson and Horner play 145 games, at least you're probably in a good spot. And I'm, I agree. I agree with that number, like 145, 150. I'm okay with that. Mm. I don't think Dansby's gonna accept that from David Ross. So that's why I'm curious if Nico will then accept it. Like if he's gonna start following Dansby, well, really pick up that trait of you're gonna you're gonna be ticked off if you're not in the lineup. And I wonder what that conversation was pre to pre camp between Dansby and Ross, because he said they talked about it. Mm-hmm. And where did they leave it at? Because I don't think Ross is buying that you're playing every every game. I don't, but, know, that, I don't know that he wants them. I think he the oh. and this was a thing last year, and, and again, that was a weird season, so we can't just be like, oh, this is what Ross did 2022. So he's Agreed. definitely going to do it this. Like, he built in off days very early in the season for guys like Madrigal and Nico and, mm-hmm. and pretty much anyone, right? He built in off days early in the season because of the lockout and the short spring training and all that. So I'm not saying he won't, but I also think he sees the value in, you know, getting guys off their feet every few days. Like even if it's once a week, like getting them off their feet, maybe they can pinch hit later in the game, whatever it is. Right. But I think he sees a value in, Hey, it's April and we want to make the playoffs. Like I'm going to give you a day and you're back in the lineup tomorrow. Like, don't worry about it. You're back in, just giving you a day because you've played 14 days in a row. Something like that, you know? Yeah. I, I think Ross sees a value in that. I don't – I'm not going to say for sure that he won't let a guy like Dansby play 162 because, he, you know, he's a guy – he got paid $177 million. He kind of – not that he calls his own shots, but I think he takes his, um, you know, his whatever Dansby wants into consideration a little more. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think – what we saw at our Ross last year. I don't know if it'll be as, like, we need to get this guy off his feet every three days because of the short lockout anymore, you know? Right. I don't think it's like that, but I think he's still going to try to find ways to make sure guys aren't – don't have to play 162, I guess yeah. is the way I'd put it. Uh, see, Collada is on the Dansby train. He's saying, geez, it's friggin' baseball. Just play unless you're hurt. I understand that. 
Mm-hmm. I, oh, I, yeah, that's, that's what I, I'm at. I definitely understand that if you don't think if you don't think you're realistically a playoff team. I mean, there's no sense grinding a guy down and not finding out, letting some other guys get a little playing time if you're not really competing. But yeah. once you start, <clears throat> you also don't want guys exhausted by the time you get to the postseason if you think you can actually right. do something. Well, so this more, might be the last year I'd be okay with it. More, more likely than not, the Cubs making the playoffs is going to come down the last week of the year. More, more likely than not. So how many games you really want to take off with those guys? I would say that if those guys, if you're going to sit some of those guys early, April is fine because it gets cold at Wrigley, and yeah. you know how you know how that works. Uh, but ha- thankfully, they got off days. They got some some decent off days in, in April as well. So I mean, I, I don't know. I like I said, 145 to 150 is is fine. I think you can you can you're not arguing if the guy is hurt or not if they play 145 to 150 right. games so so and, and i think and i do think it matters you know the amount of times you know you play a night game on the road and say like atlanta and then have to play a friday 120 game at wrigley the next day like there's no pro- no issue in sitting swanson or horner in in that game i got because that i mean that's a that's a big turnaround i i don't mind if they were if ross wanted to do the do sitting sit one of the two. It will it will be an interesting dynamic to watch, like to see how Ross plays around with with you know just the idea of guys getting days off with guys that do want to play every day, right? Like just how that balance uh, right. works out. And I, that the reason I kind of put us down that rabbit hole was just I think assuming he's playing more games and he's healthy, you're going to get more home runs just based on that. Let alone the fact that he's matured as a baseball player. And he's built up his body for it. And he's like all those other reasons. That's why I think 10 to 15 is an easy ask for home runs this season. And sure, 20 might be the high end, but I think it's not outrageously insane. Uh, like some of the comments we get on the chat every Shout once in a while. Shout out to Barbara. She's asking if I'm on edibles. Hi, Barb. Uh, <laughs> yes, the, com- live, by the, way. <laughs> the Combat Energy Efficiency Program, committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy, ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person, or virtually last about two hours. Then within three to four weeks, customers get a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Ready to sign up for the facility assessment? Call them at one 833 2700 during normal business hours. You can also email them at businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. So tomorrow, NCAA tournament officially underway. I mean, first four is tonight. Uh, Doesn't count for me. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily count. CHGO bets daily after the show at like 2.30, literally 10 minutes after. Um where we'll be talking about what we're betting on DraftKings, my favorite app that I wake up and open every single day. You can place your futures on the NCAA tournament. Uh, this is a baseball podcast, so you can place your futures on 
you know, the Cubs to make the playoffs like I already did or to win the division like I already did because I'm ready to be hurt again. Uh, yeah, NBA no sweat, same game parlays. I mean, they take my money but then give it back to me and then I put them on MLB futures because they're free bets technically. Uh, yeah, I want, I want, I'm two and one in the NCAA, technically the NCAA tournament after last night. Uh, two and one? Yes, because I had Pittsburgh money line, which they won outright. Oh, yeah. And okay, I yeah. had the under in Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And Southeast Missouri State. And, so- and CMO, yes. CMO. OVC wow. powerhouse. CMO, CMO. I had the under, so I won those two, and I but I had the over in Pitt and uh, Mississippi State, which was in line to hit at halftime. At halftime, the live line was 140 and a half, and I had the over pregame at 132 and a half, and then they just fell apart. They started throwing up bricks. It was like it was like Greg Braggs was out there being a bricklayer on the court last <laughs> night. Um, break, break, break. So tonight, we got first four. Uh, you can make bets on that. All the stuff on De- DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO, minimum age and eligibility restrictions. Apply. See show notes for details in your podcast or YouTube stream. I may now have to mention Dustin Allen in 20 straight shows because he has a 1999 super chat. Brendan and Corey appreciation post. I love the whole CHGO crew, but you two specifically, because I've been listening to you guys for years and being from Knoxville, it's hard to keep up with the Cubs. Just wanted to say thanks. Very, we appreciate them as well. That's so nice. I love Brennan huh? and Corey. But literally, also. like the app, so nice. the, the reviews on Apple, it's, all of them are like, "Man, I love Corey and Brennan. I love Corey." <laughs> that's and right. And then there, and then there'll, there'll be a, the occasional like this Steve guy. He, <laughs> that's right. He's Steve he's a Jordan. vibe. Cody, like man, he's kind of hot takey. Get him out of here. But hey, five stars. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, I don't know. You are carrying us. I appreciate you. Thank you, Brent. On his shoulders we ride. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. I, that's that's very nice. Appreciate that. And I think to like his last point, I think that's something that uh, we've heard a lot. And I think us as a crew now, you know, doing this every day and doing the post game shows and stuff, uh, hopefully can do more of. But um, you know, hearing that people who don't live here aren't always able to keep up sure. with stuff that you know we're able to like keep them informed and mm-hmm. help them follow the team or interact with the team. That's uh, it means a lot. Help yeah. people that don't have marquee. Absolutely. They can only yeah. get to watch the games. We talk about them after. Yeah, most, right. of, most of the time. And occasionally yes. tell you about pies. Yeah, every once in a while. And that's, vibes. That's another True. story. Shoes. Uh, and shoes. Story. Yeah, shoes, too. <laughs> Adbert Alzali, electric last night mm. in his outing. Electric. Mm. And I, we were, I was pushing him towards, hey, man, could you be the closer when we talk to Cubs convention? <laughs> what, what, what's the vibe? What? He gets jacked up when he, if he got an opportunity to be that. All I'm telling you is he looked dynamite last night. One and a third, three strikeouts. Now, he looked good. Merriweather also looked good. One and a third, yeah. two strikeouts. So there's two guys, and it got me to thinking, like, where are we at with this bullpen? That's one of the places mm-hmm. where you have decisions, right? Like, we know there's a, there's a slew of infielders that they have to figure out who's going to make the team. And we're not sure about the fifth starter thing yet, how that's going to play out. But then there's also the bullpen situation. So let's figure out who we've got. We've got Keegan and Alzali, absolutely two guys in the bullpen this year, right? 
Now you throw Hughes in there as the lefty. That's that's three spots in the bullpen. Fulmer's been brought on, might be the closer, the first one to get that opportunity. So that's four. They didn't bring him on not to make the team. Boxberger, same, same thing. So that's five. So that's five guaranteed spots in the bullpen. Where do the remaining spots go? There's probably three more spots, right? Well, there are, yeah, because you thir- 13 pitcher limit, you want your five starters, you're going to have a bullpen. So if you're looking for three more spots in the bullpen, assuming everybody's healthy and that's how it plays out, mm-hmm. you've got Mark Leiter Jr. out of options. Cap favorite. <laughs> Ruck, you've got Rucker, Estrada. that you said his name. Um, you've got Merriweather. Duffy out of options. Um, you got Manrod, you got Wick, you got Kay, Cam Sanders, Stout. There's probably other names that we're missing, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Barucky, you've got, uh, who else am I thinking of? Who's the lefty? I, Rowenis, I was just saying. Rowenis, I, uh, Elias. 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 So Elias, yeah. he, he's a lefty, saying, so that's a possibility. Um, I, I was just Nick saying Birdie in general because, in yeah. there's, I was just saying in general because, I mean, it, it, like last year's a great example, like, we didn't know who a lot of these guys that they brought up to be out of the bullpen, and Brandon Hughes was one of them. And mm-hmm. you know, um, so he, even out of the list that Luke put in notion, I mean, <laughs> we might be um, missing a name. Did you, oh, so, yeah, did you have Estrada? Because sure. Barbara, really I do, I do have, Estrada. I mentioned yeah. Estrada, and okay. so well, he, Mer- Merriweather throws heat. Yeah, so the, I think Merriweather's one of the three. He also my, hasn't given up a run yeah, in this sprint, he's so he's not three. doing anything to dissuade you from so doing So let's count him. Make, yeah, let's so make him six. Sure. Merriweather's six. Luke says put him in. He's in. I had my roster have prediction. I had my opening right. day roster prediction last week. Merriweather was six. Um, I also had I had Rowick and Mark Leiter Jr. going out the rest of that bullpen. And lighter because he's out of the options. Lighter because I know well, I know well, I know the not, names of the people that'll be mad about. It's not about the that. fact that they're out of options because he's not on the forty man, so that right. he's not a minor league deal, I believe. So it's like guys like him, Tyler Duffy, like they're the guys that aren't on the forty man. The whole out of options thing doesn't really matter. But like Julian Merriweather was claimed off waivers. He's on the forty right. man. He's out of options. Like that's a, that's one thing that works in his favor. But he's also pitching well. He touches. The mm-hmm. high nineties. I don't know. I don't remember if he touched a hundred. He might mm-hmm. have, um, but he, he's a high nineties guy. I think he's. I think he makes the team. Uh, so Merriweather, lighter, and who was the other one? Rowick. 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 I think when he's on, he's a really good pitcher. He's the problem is he hasn't been consistently on in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but I also since the injury, right? he was yeah, good at the end of the injury. season though, right? Wasn't his ERA? I believe he had a really good ERA. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's one of those things where he's just not been yeah, consistent. consistent. Sure. Yeah. Um, he hasn't really been what we knew of him since 2020. So he does have options, but it is his last year with wow. minor league options. Okay. I think I think he makes the team out of camp. Um he's it's one of those where like the Cubs aren't giving up on him yet. But he also has to prove he can be consistently and, and, and pitch well out of that bullpen for most of the season. He could certainly be started the season in AAA. The fact that he has options means that that's a possibility, mm-hmm. right? But I just think with two weeks left before the season starts, like that may happen. And Mark Leiter Jr., one of the things, <laughs> and, and this has been brought up, I think we might have talked about it last week, but um, and I talk, I talk about it in the same story. He has this, the kind of splits – that like lefty on lefties had like he has better splits against lefties than he does against righties, 
And we're talking about a bullpen with Brandon Hughes being the only lefty. Right. Mark Letter Jr. would make sense if he's still pitching well to come in and left-handed. Like those kind of situations where you'd put a lefty to face a lefty, whatever it is. Mark Letter Jr.'s numbers would work in that sense as far as what he did in the bullpen last year. Yeah. That's obviously, again, something he has to match. And the fact that he's not on the 40-man means you're going to have to maneuver the 40-man a little bit to get him on the opening day roster. But I think from what I thought, I mean, this this is my story from last week. It may change when I put out another one. But um, my thinking was, like, he would fit in that bullpen picture because of the fact that he could be a de, you know, de facto lefty, right. so to speak. Even though he's not lefty. So, Elias would be the another guy that could be a lefty. So, we say Merriweather is six. If you're taking Wick and Lighter, the guys you're leaving out of that mix would be Estrada, who a lot of people think Estrada could end up being your – Closer at some point. Brendan Miller. Manny favorite. Rodriguez would be another guy that wouldn't be on the team. Anthony Kay. What about Cam Sanders, the way he's looked? Right. Yeah. A lot of people in the chat asking about Javier Assad, who's an option who could Assad. start, but if sure. he's not going to get that fifth opportunity, if that I goes think, to yeah. West Nesky I, or Samson Assad is another one who you're watching what he's doing in the World Baseball yeah. Classic. Right. Like and another one I was find a spot innings, for him, yeah. you know, right? We've talked about Samson. I I think we've for most of the offseason I talked about him just the scenario that made sense was him getting that fifth starter. But if Wesneski keeps pushing for it, that could be another situation where Wesneski gets that fifth starter and they you know, move Sam's mm-hmm. into the bullpen. I believe he does still have options this year. Off the top of my head, I'm, I can take a look real quick. But, like, that's something where that may affect the bullpen picture because Samson just gets moved to the bullpen because they want to keep him on the major league roster. Yeah. I, in in talking about all of this, I mean, one, I'm excited for the talent that they – they have, um, you know, I mean, do you have someone that is like Edwin Diaz that you're looking at going, oh, he's the best reliever in the league? No, maybe not. Uh, but I think this is also where, you know, we talked about when they were looking at some of these guys, bringing in Boxberger, bringing in uh, Fulmer. I-, I like that you have some more established veteran type guys to at least start at the back end, assuming they sure. get the first high leverage opportunities to start the year, because it allows the the team to figure out how they want to piece all this together, right? You've got a lot of guys who have, uh, they flash a lot of potential, right? We love the velo, or we love this breaking mm-hmm. ball, or we love this, but maybe they haven't put it all together consistently at the MLB level year after year after year. So hopefully, you know, you start the year, you you lean on Boxberger and Fulmer to kind of be the anchors and, and hope that they can, you know, pitch the way that they have throughout their career. And then you kind of let these young guys show you what they have. And, yeah. you know, maybe by the middle of the season, the end of the season, somebody else is closing or you have a, com- a completely <clears throat> different setup for how you're getting high leverage outs. But I think that's why it's so important to bring those guys in. Yeah. Uh and, and, you know, we kept hearing those rumors that maybe they were looking at Zach Britton, too. Like, if you were healthy, like, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that, too. Because I think, like, again, these these young guys that we're talking about, they're all going to get a shot, right? If they're lighting it up in AAA and, you know, as you mentioned, Cam Sanders, Javier Assad, Jeremiah Estrada, if they're banging the door down, they'll get a shot. Hoyer, right? Hoyer when he comes Cody back. Hoyer, right, when he comes back. My second favorite, Cody. Um, like, yeah. they'll get... <laughs> But he has an I. He has an I instead of a Y. Right. So they're kind of different. They'll get a shot. <laughs> it's your favorite Cody. It's, mine's it's like when people the right spell way. it C O R Y. Yes, it is. You know? Yeah. 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 Right. 
I, I just, I, I'm glad that they brought those guys in because I love discussing all of these guys. And I think hopefully you're creating your own big time bullpen. Like we see some teams mm-hmm. are able to do, just crank out these guys throwing 99, hundred miles an hour. But I think to allow them to get established, you want them not immediately having to get the most important outs for this team, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of what Niren's so, saying. I'm, I'm, bo- I'm on board with that too. Cam Sanders look great. Cool. If he can go down for 15 to 20 games, continues to do it, back-to-back outings at Iowa, then let him force one of those other guys out. Mm-hmm. See right. how, exactly. And baseball has a way of baseball. Yeah. The way I look at it is what, what's the decision on Assad and Killian? More likely for Assad to make the opening day roster than Killian at this point. Mm-hmm. But, the way I, again, the way I'm looking at it is, is those guys, Assad, one, has – Showed flashes at major league level. We've seen, we've talked about his uh, World Baseball Classic uh, performance this thus far. Um, and then Killian, you know, one of the was the top pitching prospect in the organization at the beginning of last year, and, and but also has some major league experience. How the Cubs want to use those guys once they decide who's getting that last spot in the rotation. It's going like to me, like Killian. He's one of the X factors in a way. Like, he, you won't, you hope long-term he can be a starter, but, okay, your your rotation looks pretty good pretty good right now in terms of the depth. What, how can we use you in other ways? Because, obviously, as a talent, the only thing that we've, all, we've ever questioned really now is the command. And thus far in the spring, the command looks like it's back. He starts uh, tonight. Right. Yeah, and he starts, starts tonight, tonight and, we'll, and we'll see. So, I think that, you know – with the fact that they're prob- they're going to use Alzalea and Keegan in, I assume, in similar roles, how will you use Assad and um, Killian? And I guess you could say, oh, well, Assad, you could send him down to Iowa with Wesneski if, he, if they indeed decide to do that and keep them stretched out. And once an injury happens, okay, fine. But uh, I do think that they, they could bring value for the bullpen until something – in, until you absolutely need to use them as a starter, you know. Yeah, I'm not. You're saying, do you go? Do you go best arms? These are our best pitchers. Yeah. Let's force them into like or slash. Let's go the steel slash Keegan Thompson role. Ease them into the big leagues. Yeah. Whether it's Killian or Assad or whoever, because we just saw what Assad did in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Could he be a reliever? Sure. Even if you do envision him as a potential starter. Down the line, I kind of feel like Assad, having watched him, and even though he shoved against Team USA, if he's not going to make the opening day roster, and for me, Wesneski's sort of the same thing, then I'd rather have them go to Iowa and stay working as starters until they're needed as starters. Yeah. I'm not. I'm I mean, not sure why I feel that way. No, because the other the other plan worked for the other two guys. I agree with you though, but I I think this is also sort of uh, you know it has to work right, for the strategy to make sense. But I think this is also part of the reason that Jed has, this is sort of what the plan is, right? Like, you don't sign Drew Smiley because you think he's the best pitcher in the world. You sign Drew Smiley because he was effective for you when he was healthy last year. And if you have somebody that's younger and your development project and better than him, you don't really care about doing something else with Drew Smiley, right? No. You trade him at the deadline or you yeah. do whatever, right? And so, again, that's not to say that 
it's good that they didn't sign Justin Verlander because you right. have Javier Assad. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Like these young guys have to perform and you have to be right about how you're developing them mm-hmm. and drafting them and identifying them. But that is sort of the when Jed says he doesn't want to sign some long term contracts because he doesn't want to clog things up or, you know, that's what that's what has to follow. Right. Is that we're having this exact conversation. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, like, well, you're paying Jacob deGrom $45 million a year, <laughs> no, we don't have room for Hayden Wisniewski, right? Like, <laughs> that's not the conundrum that you, you have. have guys if, ahead of him that you could Right. Move. You, you could move them. You have an open spot in the fifth spot. You have Drew Smiley, who you're not particularly attached to. You have Marcus Stroman, who they deliberately signed to a short deal, who could opt out at the end of the year. It, it, Kyle Hendricks. The, the ideal scenario is that it is a you have created a good problem, right? Mm-hmm. Where you are trying to fit all of these guys in, and we'll, you know, it's we'll see Kinda if like it develops that Monday way. like what I said on when we were talking about Assad and like the fifth starter spots. Like, I don't know what how, how they're going to decide to to that rotation spot out, but it's a great problem to have right. because I think you feel good with all three of those guys. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. that I means what we talked about with Hap yesterday, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a little different, but it's like if you sign him to that extension. That's not a an extension where you can't move him or you you know that they, they, there's no it's one not can fit, right? right? It's not the Hayward like, deal. It's not a situation no. where two two three years down the line these guys are pushing him out, but you can't move him if that's right. what they decide to do, right? Like right. it doesn't get to that point with that contract. It's a little, it's obviously bigger than the ones that they got in the rotation for the most part, but um, the situation is not that different in my opinion. And at, like Corey said, very good problem for them to have and, built for themselves. And to close out the bullpen talk from my end. Like I keep saying, how I what I the one thing I've always said, and the one thing I've definitely been right about on the show for the last year, is that I'm not worried about the bullpen. They will figure it out, and I trust them. It's the one thing in the organization that I fully trust them on is the is how they're managing the bullpen. Mm-hmm. So you're always right about dumb metrics too. Yeah, uh, yeah Cody, that, you're also it. right about DraftKings. Tell us what's your DraftKings <laughs> pick of the week. My DraftKings pick of the week. Well, tonight I'm taking Nevada plus two, a little Mountain mm-hmm. West against mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Arizona State. Uh, the Sun Devils versus the Wolf Pack. Uh, yeah, give me, give me the Wolf Pack. That's 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 tonight's pick. Also, uh, yeah. if I could, I'd bet on Illinois tomorrow because I'm a broken piece of shit. But whatever. It's another story. <laughs> uh, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, yeah, so get story. fitted out with the Different best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, North Side, South Side, hoodies, slipper signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like Damar with the apparel from the leader in sports merchant collectibles, Foco. Looking for that perfect gift for your football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze. Get ready for opening day with something warm to wear. Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And make sure you got those tickets for opening day because there's one place where you're going to want to get those at this point, too. Not everybody is as fortunate as one Corey Friedman to have season tickets and, you know. Is that what we're calling it, fortunate? Well, now, <laughs> it, now it is fortunate. But, Ryan, uh, tell us about Game Time Tickets, which is a wonderful location. Yeah, Game Time Tickets. Well, first, my Mizzou pick of the week, Mizzou <laughs> plus 105. Um, so, I mean, if you happen to be down or out in Sacramento and, and want to go to that game tomorrow, 1240, <laughs> you should use Game Time. Uh, and, and, I also and, like the over. And also, but plus 105 on the money line. Um, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. 
Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, right next to Corey at a Cubs game? It's possible with the GameTime app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Cubs tickets. It was 15 days we talked about it, Dar- mm. Darwin Barney days. Won't find a better deal on tickets to Cubs games. Game time is created by the fans for the fans. Guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to your favorite events. I just saw the video you put in our Slack channel, in the Hangout Slack, of you taking a video of what Law over there is working on related to Aaron Rodgers. When I but I I click to watch it. I just it. look. I just look at a lot of my peripherals. I see Aaron Rodgers' toe. <laughs> well, when I first started, it's the video starts on me, and I'm like, "What are you? What, yeah. what are you? What are you recording what me did I for? Do? Yeah. What did I do? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, the it'll final. Be on, it'll be on Twitter later. <laughs> the final ten minutes of this podcast are d- dedicated to our guy, the Godfather, Michael Collada. This is this is your segment. It's a little nonsense we've got for you. Did you see that the Yankees? <laughs> Players are paying for Wi-Fi on their flights. Shocking to me, first of all. And the fact that they are, we, I started thinking, well, what are, Cub, from, what uh, are Cubs play, what is What do the Cubs have their players paying for? I'm assuming Collada's going to have some comments here. Um, it, first off, it was a funny, it was, honestly, it was a funny story from Sports Illustrated, the girl who wrote it. It was Stephanie good. Epstein, it I was funny. Yeah. It, was, it was funny. And, like, to be fair, none of the Yankees players were even really complaining about it. But of all the quotes that are in it, um, <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it's one of those, like, of all of, uh, a franchise worth $6 billion and you're not going to pay for Wi-Fi <laughs> on, your Delta, on your Delta flights to wherever you go to play? I mean, come on now. <laughs> well, we did have a first baseman in the center seat of a Southwest Airlines flight. Did that's true? We did have a, our first baseman in the middle seat, <laughs> but I'm I'm not. <laughs> on a you know that was another story. <laughs> so uh, the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals in the division, they probably have their players paying for fun because there's nothing fun in St. Louis. Yeah, I figure the Brewers are paying for what subways delivered to the clubhouse. Probably. What would the White Sox pay for? The White Sox and paying for something? Yeah, they might have to pay. They might need to pool their money to sign someone over a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, see no, so that's the, the other, other players get together. Yeah, the other to, that's yeah, right to, to buy the other players. Corey had some things he thought the Cubs players would be paying for. Well, I was I was trying to channel my inner Michael Collada. Yeah. If 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 this was really the cartoonish version of Tom Ricketts, that he would have like a you know a little jug in the dugout where the players would have to put a quarter to take a piece of gum, you know, for each piece of gum. Maybe coin-operated <laughs> laundry. Yeah, bazooka gum. You know, you guys have to wear clean uniforms, but if you want to clean them, you have to, you know, 75 cents a load. <laughs> right. You're going to have to give the Danny, the clubby, you're going right. to have to give him change yeah. for drying yeah. the clothes <laughs> like, after every game. And walk, like, in the, the basement of a dorm room. <laughs> right. like, yeah, the basement of Wrigley Field. Yeah. On your way out, make sure you give a roll of quarters to Danny so he right. can uh, dry those <laughs> pants for you today. Uh, Michael Collada says Jim Henry used to be the Cubs GM. That is correct. Yeah. Um, did you Facts. see the billboard sign that Sox fans have put together? There are multiple billboards, from what I understand. Sell the team, Jerry. Paid for by disgruntled fans. Hashtag sell yeah. the team, Jerry. <laughs> Good luck. It's so it. ironic how, like a few years ago, Bulls fans paid for a billboard to get John Paxson and Gar Foreman out of here. Probably the same and, guy would be my guess. And it's like 
the owner of the same franchises in this in the city. Did you see the billboard that I would like to do? I'm curious one. I would like CHGO oh, yeah. just on a nice white billboard. <laughs> CHGO in the corner. DraftKings <laughs> down below. CHGO Cubs on the right side. And then a giant oh. hashtag right right in between the 75 Brian Urlacher yeah. thinning hair commercials <laughs> I've got to see when I go home every day. I say when you're driving yeah. down 90 past the Allstate, like yeah. all those billboards. When you go by mm-hmm. Allstate Arena, or as I always call it, the Rosemont Horizon, mm-hmm. uh, and buy O'Hare, you've got to go through like 10 Urlacher hair billboards. Yeah. I want a hashtag vibe with us. I could go just to up it just a little bit because yeah, I'm a never forget, never forgive person. For a billboard? Yes. Okay. A few years ago... I want to say this was going into the 2021 season. I remember walking the streets of Wrigleyville and someone had, someone paid for a White Sox related billboard on Clark Street right there uh, by Demos in that in that um, in that little parking lot right mm-hmm. after it. And then there's like a little like there's a, a Thai food place on the other side, whatever. Um, and I haven't forgot about it. And so to up you, Luke, we could put that billboard somewhere close to Sox Park. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, well, you always get the signs outside Wrigley, too, of the different team that comes in. Um, why am I blanking on the bar? They have the best signs. Murphy's. Murphy's always has the signs up there. We could have. Oh, yeah. That's true. We could talk Murphy's into hashtag vibe with us, CHGO, one day before We should be yet. able to. I mean, Cody and I are repping Murphy's. Well, the way you guys wear their than sweatshirts. A- anything, yeah. yeah. We started going, start going to their trivia nights recently, mm-hmm. too. I got a shirt. I got a sweater. Come on now. I give them my money. Big of me. Barb says Jerry stole $125 million from the state. That's another podcast, but it's <laughs> not untrue. Uh, Facts only, baby. That's later today. Yeah. That's, uh, don't let, yeah that, oh, that's another one. I did want to show something to Cody that I've been targeted on Instagram, and I think <laughs> they've confused our phones. Okay. Okay? So I started I, – today I'm flipping through Instagram, and I get this ad, and I'm like – is this a tweet from Cody? Oh, my God. Yikes. There is this company, Hide It Mounts, out there that, like, mm. mounts baseball bats. Like, if you got a man uh. cave. In this case, this guy in the ad, it's a little video that they have there. He's mounting his Yadier Molina autographed baseball bats. Yikes. This along is... with his autographed Yadier Molina yeah. jersey, and he's hanging it over his twin bed. If this if if this is the Cody Dull Cardinal account, then <laughs> no, I, I may have been. I I thought we were having a very nice like team <laughs> show, and I'm now Luke is riling I'm Cody up. I, I, what is happening here? Do you believe this exists? <laughs> First of all, that this is out, clearly somebody's house, and he's putting two bats from Yadier Molina and mm. a dirty jersey and hanging it over his bed. Mm. I can tell you one thing: he's living in his parents' basement. All I can say There's no is question that about that. Imagine putting the most overrated athlete of our time Here on your wall. There I you mean, I, yep. I just not I, over your wall, over mm, his bed. Over, like, imagine, <laughs> I gave me, imagine doing that. I'm, I'm absolutely disgusted. <laughs> Corey is right. We were, we were having a great 55, 56, 57 minutes show. And now Luke has completely. Completely taking us off the rails, and I am in absolute shambles after having to see now. that. Um, I'm going to need a bath now, um, for fuck's sake. Do you see what Fernando <laughs> wants? Fernando's, uh, by the way, Fernando's going to five straight shows. He's going to be 
Super That'd Chats, be... he's going to get five straight mentions. There you go. Fernando <laughs> saying, here's $5 for a Cubs sign at Guaranteed Empty Stadium. We need it ASAP. <laughs> Fernando continues to be like top three of my favorites in the chat. Can you? I don't know what I don't know what a billboard costs, but it's not cheap. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not cheap. You can ask Erlocker. He may when know. we when we start uh, who you got during the season. I'm going to pay for a billboard that just says Stucky Nation. That's what I would like. Just yeah, to piss no, Ryan, no. I'm going to put it right outside Ryan's mm-hmm. house. Right. For, uh, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. I miss. I miss the banter from who you got. That's yeah. I've, it'll be back. That's yeah. one thing days. I miss. That's yeah. one thing I miss from uh, the real watching question the Cubs is every day. how are you guys going to decide. Who gets first choice? Because, like, who gets Dansby the first time? Well, no, wait a minute. First of all, commissioner's going to make some Here's the situation. We've got 15 days to decide whether or not I want to accept my appointment as commissioner. I was appointed by the commissioner as the new commissioner (laughs) to give validity and strength to who you got because we all know we want it to be something that we can hang our hat on. And it, it failed last year. We had all kinds of... Nonsense going Bunch on. Issue. We didn't even we didn't even know who won the first month. Like April, yeah. April was just not even recorded. Cody eventually won the whole thing, but it was sketchy. Uh, Let's all be honest. He won it the regular sketchy. season award. It's not something that I walk around and like you know. It's not it's not something I put on my resume. He was the, right? he was we the need regular. To solidify the rules. He was the regular. It's gonna be like a champion. war this year. This it's gonna be it's gonna be a war this year. The regular season. Oh, and I don't I don't I think that's playoff. I don't think that's actually true. I didn't mention this, but Cody and I hung out you know for St. Patrick's Day and. Every time he met a new person, he's like, hey, Cody Del Mendo, I won who you got 2022. Right. Yeah. See, and this is what I'm worried about, too, is that. <laughs> Come on, I Corey. Had, I, was, I was trying to get by, man. As, as the old guy on the podcast, <laughs> I took a lot of slander last year, and I was not given my rightful points a lot of times. And the one person you, gave, that, you gave yourself three points for the one person heroes. that would stick up for me often was Corey with Stucky Nation. But now that. Corey and Cody are BFFs and always hanging out mm. on the weekend. Now I'm a little concerned oh, I'm stuck that my fan club has now. shifted to Del I'm not, hang, I'm not hanging out with Corey every single weekend. At least Brendan but is. He just shows up to my apartment. That's <laughs> it. Corey has never hugged me. He has hugged True. Cody Del Mendo. So it concerns I'm me. I'm a nice guy Listen, to hug. If you want to hug after the show, we can hug you. Jameson Gingers in. It was St. Patrick's Day. You know, we heard about the, the vibes Jameson were good. Gingers. Yeah. It was almost St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. St. Patrick's well, it was, Day. Is still they, uh, you know, they died. Yeah, the river. Right. We were doing that whole thing. That's true. Shout All out right. to I, Joe K in the, in the uh, chat. He's not wrong. He says, uh, I remember watching you guys at the start of last year, and you'd be lucky to get 20 people and two or three likes. That's not true. We get a lot of likes, and we get more than 20 people. Well, but I right. love like seeing a, how you guys have come some along. Of those, some of those Most of those are us liking it. But yeah. That's, as we're still well, I mean, the, along, the, you know? the, uh, the lockout, you know, really did didn't did, did us no favors. Yeah, didn't, did us no favor. I appreciate it. A lot of Fernando. I, I, I appreciate the thought, yes. We have come a long way. Anyways, we're working on a billboard. We're working on getting Cody one of those Yachty bats before oh. the season. Over Luke, back. come on, man. And Naked Man has made an appearance. Naked Man, but he is wearing a hoodie and naked shorts. And so shorts. he's not naked. And he is smoking a heater. That's oh, how we yeah. will leave you. Now that's the vibe. Today's you know, spring is almost upon us. <laughs> Another special guest coming up Thursday, 120. Don't miss that. Ooh, I wonder who. All I can say is the guy's a vibe. Does uh, a lot of parody music. A lot of parody music. There you go. Weird Al Yankovic. He's better than Weird Sorry. He's better than Weird First of all, only Collada and Barb understood that I think Collada would actually really like this guy. I do, too. 
All right. Yeah, they might be best friends. Our, we can't tell you what we're going to chat about tomorrow. We can just tell you hashtag <laughs> join us and vibe like us or vibe with us. Either way. Or shove with us if you're Max Bain Max or any Bain other pitcher who us. wants to. By the way, I, I saw a tweet. You posted the pictures. We'll show them tomorrow. He like was touching 98 from, from Rich, on the gun. From Rich, from Rich. Yeah. yeah. That's Max my guy. Bain, shout out to Max. There he goes. All right, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. We'll see you Thursday, 120, live, right here. Don't miss it. Until then, fly the W.